Good afternoon, Rich Ness, Executive Vice President with Open Systems Media and leader of the Embedded Computing Design franchise, here for this week's Embedded Executive Podcast. This week, we are going in a direction that we've clearly never gone before, um, and you'll understand that in a minute. Well, first of all, we don't normally have two guests, but we have two guests here. We have Becky Wanta, and we have John O'Hurley. Um, if you're not familiar with John O'Hurley, you will be as soon as he says hello and you hear his voice. How you doing, John? I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you very much. Now, to the audience, you are not somebody that we would normally associate with the high tech space. What are you, what are you doing here in, uh, in my Embedded Executive podcast? Well, actually, you know, if you think about it, there probably is no more qualified a spokesman for Q5ID, which is what we'll be chatting about today. Uh, no more qualified person than myself, because back in 1995, I stole the identity of, uh, of a certain Jay Peterman, and 35 years later, I haven't given it back. You know, I was reading your bio, and you actually use that today, right? I use what? The Jay Peterman. Oh, absolutely. I, uh, I, I, ha I have embraced that character because I think he is, uh, I mean, not only the, uh, the kind of raving lunatic that they wrote him to be on Seinfeld, but, but he's become quite something of a, um, a quintessential corporate spokesman. Um, I do many of the, uh, the online platforms called Cameo.com where I do you know, greetings for people, but I use the Peterman monologues. I think they're as funny as they are instructive. And you are not a raving lunatic, to be clear. I am a corporate Mr. Magoo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Becky, uh, just introduce yourself, please. What What is your role at? So Q5 I'm the ID? I'm a board member of Q5ID, but I'm also the global CIO and CTO. And and my background has always been in tech. So I've always been the Fortune 50, you know, global CIO or CTO from tiny little companies that that are multi billion that you've heard of. Wells Fargo, PepsiCo, you know, on and on and so forth. Okay. And what is Q5ID? So Q5ID is, I'll call it a super unicorn. And here's why I'll say that. The reason it's a super unicorn is because nothing in market today, Rich, does what we're doing, which is all about proving an identity. And so just like John just said, when he said he stole Jay, Jay Peterson, you know, 35 years ago, Someone can steal his identity today, and you, we, we make sure you're talking to who you think you are. You, the, our whole focus is, is to make sure the person that you're dealing with is the person they say they are. And so we can talk a lot more about that in this conversation. Yes, I'd like to. But let me go back to John. Uh, what really qualify? Well, what is your role here? I, I try to make this as simple as possible. Uh, this is not just a B2B platform. This is no. a B2C platform. Um, it, it really operates uh, on both levels of intensity. Uh, and and it, my job is to make it uh, easy and accessible for the common man to understand what we're doing, because ultimately it will affect them intrinsically. What we have here is a culture changing technology. Uh, and I will also add that I believe it to be a terminal technology. Because the depth of the ID database that it is able to establish through Q5ID puts you up against, it is, you are who you say you are, you can't fake it, and it will be with you from cradle to grave. So 
will be we will soon be living in a world that will no longer require usernames or passwords. Uh, we will be living in a world where hacking will become a very, very difficult thing for the dark web because you can have all of this information, but you can't do anything with it because using the Q5 ID platform, you are you and nobody with that information is you. Now, that may sound like a little bit of circular thinking, but it's uh, once you understand what it is, it's a very easy thing to explain. What are the types of platforms that this would be deployed on? This this is basically could be deployed on anything because the key on this, Rich, is that which it goes right exactly to what John is saying. In, in the case of the whole identity and access management, it always assumes you're who you are and it uses account names or passwords and stuff like that to do it. The, the, the core um, thing that we tried, we solved when we came into this industry and created Q5ID is we don't assume you're who you are. We prove who you are. And we use, we have a patented enrollment process. We use biometric markers. We use established databases like John's talking about, government ID, liveness chats. All of that's our secret sauce that actually proves Becky is Becky. So in the space of identity and access management, we don't assume like the world does. We prove, and just as John said, it's a segue away from the whole passwords world that we live in today. And more importantly, we also believe that all everybody's secrets, your mother's maiden name, all those kinds of things have already been revealed on the dark web. And just as John said, we make that a so what event. Who cares? Because you can't recreate your identity. You have one identity cradled the grave. And that stays with you forever. And you don't, and it's your asset at the end and of the day. You have to know you're not alone in, in this in this venture. There's lots of people who offer similar similar technology. Um, what's different about what you guys are doing? Why should I go with you as opposed to one of your competitors? Yeah, and I think that Rich, I think that's a really important point because there isn't anybody else in this space. They the what the space that you're talking about is identity and access management, what we call IAM. And that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about proving an identity and no one is doing that. The, the, the fundamental flaw with IAM in, 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 is that it assumes you who you are. So somebody could, it's, I could be somebody else that I created this identity. I've got a fake ID. I've got a social security number. That happens all the time. And, and, that, and that's the flaw and that's the gap. And that's what we close because we don't assume that. And with the right kinds of statistical biometrics, the, the way we put it together, the government um, IDs, the different databases we touch, we validate Becky is Becky. You can't fake an identity. In fact, I've done several interviews talking about why we can prove that, you know, Johnny Depp's followers were Johnny Depp's followers in the Amber Heard conversation. And, you know, you heard Elon Musk talking about Twitter and stuff. And he's absolutely right. The deep fakes, and just like John said, it's becoming more and more rampant with the gig economy and, and the remote workers. You just saw this stuff with the FBI coming out about in the whole remote worker, you know, does employers really know who they've hired? Do recruiters know who they've put forth? And so it, with our proven identity, we now gave even companies the ability to know who their employees are and prove because they have liability. Same thing with the banks being required to know their customers, customers. And we can do all that because we prove the identity. And the, and the big draw for the industries is the reduction in fraud. So if I understand this right, it's an aggregation of all of these different technologies. It, and it's the ability to put them together in any type of permutation based on the assurance level 
and the confidence level of you want a certain transaction to have, but you as a consumer, that's your asset back. So the way that I tell this is we call it stepped up authentication. If you're going to get a cup of coffee, your bank may only be good with you just having your, you know, your, um, your simple uh, phone, your card on your phone. But if you're going to do a wire transfer, they're going to want possibly more tighter assurances, quality, confidence. And just using two of our markers, just saying the face with the right palm, with the palm gives us nine, one in 933 billion false assurance rate, which John likes to say is, you know, a hundredfold larger than the earth's population today. That's a pretty, and, and we can prove all that statistically, but it's, we are in a game all by ourselves. And that's what makes this difficult because you, no one's ever had a proven identity. So you don't know why it matters. And that's the story and journey we're on explaining what, why it matters. And let yeah. me add what. Let me add one more element to the conversation here is that you control this ID. It always stays as your asset. It doesn't go out to and is not retained uh, by Q5 ID in any aspect at all. So that even if you were to use an aspect or a level of your uh, quantifying your identity, they couldn't if they hacked it, they still couldn't use it because it's not you. I was going to ask if it's a cloud-based technology, but it sounds like yes. it's not. It is? Yes, it is. Yeah. We did to enroll in the process to enroll. We, so we were commercially available. We're in the app stores. There's a mobile app out there called Proven Identity. And then we have a, um, another product that we've released called Guardian, which has to do with, it's a, it's a philanthropic give back, but it uses the proven identity so that we make sure the people that become Guardian volunteers and the intent of that application is to reunite missing loved ones. So it's a give back to a community, but it's also a demonstration of why proven identity matters. But it's it's absolutely a SaaS-based answer. That's what, how the industry, the uh, businesses would utilize it. So if the bank says, I want you, or if a realtor says, Rich, I don't want to show you the house until you have your ID, until you have your identity proven, I'll meet you at the house and 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 so forth. And you're going to see more and more of those kinds of things happening where where people are forcing people to have their identity. You go on a dating app as an example. There's, you know, everybody is six foot three, eyes of blue, and yet they could be, you know, five feet tall living in the mom's basement. You just don't know until you get on the date and you go, oops. So here's a chance to, to as a consumer, to force, right? To I wouldn't know anything that. about dating sites. Uh, <laughs> well, this will, and, and uh, but let, let's add another level of it in as well. Uh, I, I would anticipate uh, a phone call from Elon Musk very shortly yeah. saying that uh, this is the technology we want to use because we would like all of the people who sign on and through the accounts on uh, on Twitter to be held to auth not only authenticity, but also um, their responsibility, uh, accountability. Uh, and it will it will uh, basically that alone will eliminate the bots uh, because you can't have a bot under the Q5 ID application. That's exactly right. Okay. So is the technology ready to be deployed? Yeah, it's been commercially available since July 1st. And we continue to add, which we continue to add more and more biometric markers and more and more derivative models to, to tighten up the tolerances on the confidence factor and the assurance level that Becky is Becky. The person you're talking to is who they are supposed to be. Okay. John, why are you in this? I don't, I don't, I don't get the connection yet. <laughs> I, I, well, I, you're I'm a busy a guy. I, I see you on TV and the movies all the time. I, 
I am a serial entrepreneur. I have several, uh, uh, what I believe are culture-changing technologies. This is one of them. Outside uh, entertainment, um, I have another waste energy company that uh, has the same level of uh, unicorn to it. Um, and uh, this is where I love. I love to live in this space because I find them very theatrical. Okay. Uh, I'm an engineer by trade. I don't find this theatrical at all, but <laughs> anything that, anything that produces a wow factor to me has a theatricality to it. That's and that's what this is. Yep. Yeah. Definitely buy that. Well, best of luck to you guys. This is a pretty cool technology. Glad you Thank think you, so. Take care. That Thanks was Bye -bye. Becky Bye -bye. Wanta and John O'Hurley for Q5 ID and I'm Rich Nass with Open Systems Media.